All right, I'm eating up seconds here by being nervous, so let's get on with it. All right, so during quarantine this year, I was watching a lot of YouTube. And specifically, I was watching this guy YouTube had recommended to me, uh, the music reviewer and meme man, Anthony Fantano. And like I said, Fantano's kind of a meme man, but he's excellent at what he does, which is review music. And he has like an insular and sort of cult-like fan base. And his fan base, basically, they bandy around all of these inside jokes in his comments section. They toss these inside jokes around like a beach ball. And uh, like I said, I was very taken with Fantano's music knowledge and the knowledge that people displayed in his comments section. So one of the inside jokes that his fans would toss about underneath his videos was about this band, Death Grips, which was apparently uh, Fantano's favorite band and also simultaneously God's gift to mankind. So this is what the people in the comments said about Death Grips. They were three enigmatic geniuses from Sacramento. First of all, Zach Hill, drummer and producer extraordinaire, a god among men, his long Jesus-like hair clotted into strands by the sweat of his brow, his tendons cracking and popping like electric wires as he aggressively beat his drums, and secondly, Andy Morin, producer and engineer king. Sometimes his hair is green, his stony death glares hidden behind mirrored sunglasses, the man of mystery with an aura of dread over him. And finally, the third most king-like and most lordly member of the band, MC Ride, the rapper, lyricist, vocalist, his body covered in occult tattoos, cryptic strings of glyphs and symbols that he displays because he's constantly shirtless, his head bald and gleaming under the stage lights, his beard large and thick. He stands astride the stage, yelling out his disjointed raps, whipping the audience into a frenzy. Two white guys, who are Zach and Andy, and one black guy, who is MC Ride, that is Death Grips. So, yeah, I was impressed. And I was like, I gotta check these guys out. Um, I need, basically, I need to join this religion that is being a Death Grips fan. So I went on to Apple Music, I loaded up Death Grips' most famous uh, and critically acclaimed album, The Money Store put on my big old headphones and got ready for a mind-blowing, life-changing, paradigm-shifting experience. And from the first couple seconds of the album, I hated it. <laughs> Absolutely. It was the worst thing I'd ever heard. Zach Hill's drums, he was just pounding relentlessly these complex, these frenzied beat patterns. It was insane. These were not the drums of sanity. These were the drums of insanity. And secondly, Andy's and Zach's synths, loops and layers and samples, they were cooking, they were steaming like hot garbage in a dumpster, rotting and releasing fumes under the Sacramento sun, percolating up into my ears and 
tantalizing my brain in like a bad way with how disgusting they were. And finally, on top of that, MC Ride is just yelling, yelling his head off, like throat-ripping, vocal cord fraying, just full-throated yells, and his lyrics didn't make any sense. Um, he was basically like splattering word cubism at the wall. Like, I could feel my brain building new neural pathways to try and comprehend what he was saying, and I could not. So he was saying stuff like, I've got the DNA of gothic lemons, fold it six times out of eleven, makes you want to break in the Apple store, doop-de-doop-de-doo. Or at least I think that's what he said. It was hard to tell. Um, yeah, so I hated it. And the album put me in physical pain. Like, really. And this was somewhat of a revelation for me because over the past few months, I'd spent a lot of time sitting at my computer, not really feeling much of anything, just consuming content mindlessly like a cow grazing in a field. Um, and this physical pain that the album put me in, it was something new. And I was so bored, I had nothing better to do with my time. I was like, what the heck, I'll listen to this over and over again. And so I did. For several months, I played the money store on repeat all the time, and f I suddenly uh, began, like, eventually grudgingly appreciating the album because it was so ugly. It was so fantastically ugly. It was like a gargoyle, like a particularly hideous gargoyle on the roof of a church with, like, bat wings and, like, scummy algae water spewing out of its mouth from the drain pipe, and you wonder, like... How could somebody come up with something this ugly? It was honestly impressive. And then also Death Grips, three very talented musicians, guys who had to learn, you know, the rules of music in order to break them. The album's a technical achievement. I didn't really care about that part. I was just fascinated by the ugliness. So I kept listening and the album pureed my brain into a sort of slurry. And finally, my brain was so smooth, was such a like paste, you could have stuck a straw in my head and slurped my brain right out like a smoothie. And at that point, I began to love the album. <laughs> like, every single song's a banger, it's a slapper, you know? And it just filled me with this white hot, this incandescent rage burning through me, and it was a revelation to feel anything, and especially to feel something so strongly. And I had to wonder, what's wrong with me? Why am I enjoying this objectively hideous piece of music? So to try and find some answers, I went on to Reddit. Don't do that. Don't go to Reddit to find answers. But I did... I logged on to the Death Grips subreddit, the most active Death Grips community this side of 4chan. Um, and instead of answers, I found a lot of memes. I found so many memes that I had to wonder, like, were people so out of touch with their feelings? You know, the strong emotions brought on by the power of this music that they have to secrete memes as a defense mechanism, like how if you touch certain kinds of caterpillar, they secrete a bitter substance to keep you from eating them. So I was disappointed to see that Death Crips fans as a whole were not really in touch with their, their emotions. 
And also, I saw a lot of lonely, a lot of bitter edgelords who were just, like, blaming the world for their problems, blaming the world for their isolation, their only tenuous connection to, to truly living was the music of this ridiculous band. And that hit me kind of hard, honestly, because that was how I was living at that point. And seeing all of the negativity that these people who were basically like, like me were spewing all over the internet, it made me think, hey, maybe like this attitude of bitterness and hopelessness isn't such a great thing after all. But I didn't know what to do with that revelation except listen to more death grips. So that's what I did. Uh, I loaded up their 2016 album, Bottomless Pit, and got ready to get enraged again. But instead of enraged, I just felt what's quite possibly the worst musically-induced pain anyone has ever felt, ever. So in a moment of desperation, I grabbed my headphones, grabbed my phone, ran out of the house and started walking down the street listening to the album still to try and see if that would help with the pain because truly, it was incredible. It was like my blood was acid. It was corroding my veins. It's gonna leach out of my body. It's like my blood's carbonated, like somebody shook it up and it's gonna burst out of my body in some kind of a disgusting blood fountain all over the sidewalk. Like, it was just horrible. So I was walking down the street in this sort of distress and pretty soon I began walking to the beat you know, Zach Hill's going crazy on his drums, and I was into it. I was like, hmm, yeah, yep, this is the stuff. And Andy's synthesizers, they were like a bottle of Coca-Cola that somebody's abandoned on the sidewalk, and the, the liquid inside is turned in, into a sort of sludge that pours like syrup. The synthesizers were like a gross dirt syrup in my ears. And finally, on top of it, MC Ride was going blub, 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 with total and complete conviction. And I was into it. And so I walked, and pretty soon I'd walked into the woods near my house. And while I was in the woods, the pain, it grew even more intense. And I was like, oh no, what's going to happen? I'm either going to keel over right here in the woods and somebody's gonna find my body, or I can dance. I can dance this pain out of my body. I gotta move somehow. I gotta move it out. So I began to dance. I danced my heart out out there in the woods. And that, that was a character uh, development for me, because usually when I listen to music, I sort of hunch over and furrow my brow to show that I'm concentrating. But I physically couldn't not dance. So I danced like crazy for the full 40-minute runtime of the album out in the woods. And then when it was over, I walked home all sweaty, covered in leaves and dirt, and opened the door to my house. My parents said, how was your walk? And I said, it was fine. The end. <laughs>